Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, guys. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, and we are talking about binge eating, bulimia, overeating, body hate, food obsession, yo-yo dieting, all of the mental space that food takes up, all of the obsession and importance that it's placed on our lives, the cage that we are in because you wake up thinking about food and you go to bed thinking about food and you make your decisions in your life and throughout your day and your relationships based off of food and what you can and can't do. That is what we are ending. And we are giving people's lives back all over the world for them to be getting out of these cages. And so I'm so excited that you guys are here in this community, moving toward that very same thing of having complete freedom. And if anyone has ever told you, oh, you can't be done with an eating disorder. This is something you are going to manage for the rest of your life. You're just going to have to go to therapy for the next 30 years and, you know, get some tools and scrape by and try to manage all of your emotions and try to have the perfect food plan so that you don't go crazy because you're always going to have this problem. They lied to you. And maybe they didn't even know they were lying. Maybe they were just doing what the textbook told them they should tell you because they don't get it. Either they haven't been there or they are there. We coach so many psychologists and doctors and psychiatrists and health professionals and mental health professionals because they're struggling with the same thing. And they feel so out of integrity being there in front of their clients and being like, in their mind, they're like, I'm having a hard time focusing because I just binged the night before, but now I'm going to tell you like, oh, well, here's how you can try to manage your emotions so that you don't binge as often. It's like, it's a mess, you guys. So know that you can be 100% absolutely free from the struggle with food. That means not having a struggle anymore. That means being a normal eater, being comfortable in your own body, getting your brain back from food and not ever worrying about it coming back again. You can be permanently 100% free. It's really interesting. I had someone talk to me the other day um, because there's just such this really bad information in our society. We just have just awful, awful concepts of what it means to have an eating disorder and what the possibilities are around that. I mean, not too long ago in history, it was a lobotomy that was, you know, the treatment for an eating disorder. Like, this is what the medical community has been telling us not too long ago. And now it's like, oh, well, you can never be free from it. It's just not true. So I had somebody um, just just the other day say, wow, like, Lydia, I really, I really respect and admire you. Like, it's so amazing that you can work with all of these people with eating disorders and manage to not be triggered yourself. you guys see it? There's this concept of, oh, Lydia used to have an eating disorder, so she must just have to walk through a minefield for the rest of her life to not be triggered 
into having an eating disorder again. Guys, the fact that we have freed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people all over the world from their eating disorders, and I have never been triggered, is because there are no triggers. There are no triggers. There is nothing that can happen in life that would make me all of a sudden want to go and binge again and have a bunch of food. Because think of all the normal eaters around the world. Hard stuff happens. Family members die. Kids get sick. Jobs are lost. Illness happens. And they don't go and eat an entire thing of peanut butter. Yeah, that's what I used to do back when I had an eating disorder. And understand this is the experience for the hundreds of people that we've coached. I mean, especially with COVID, the pandemic happening, man, we have had so many clients celebrate. This is the most stressful time in my life. I'm a teacher, I'm going back to work. It's never been so stressful before. Like we've both lost of our jobs. We're on disability right now. Wow, like my, my parents have COVID and they're on respirators. I am more stressed than I've ever been in my life. I'm going to the hospital and it doesn't even occur to me to eat a bunch of food. It doesn't even occur to me to hurt myself. Like, why would I do that? I need to be here physically and mentally. Like, that is freedom. And that is a celebration that you can have hard stuff in life happen and nothing triggers you because triggers were false in the first place. When you don't have an eating disorder anymore, you don't get triggered. And what you find out pretty early on with our clients who work with us is just like, oh, okay, that's what I thought was a trigger, but that, no, okay, well now that I know that that wasn't really a thing and how it actually works, then I don't feel triggered anymore. So understand, you can be completely and absolutely, totally free from the eating disorder, not have one anymore. We're going to talk about the wonderful path of life that we're on and the goals that we make, including not having an eating disorder anymore. And we're going to talk about a really big aspect that holds people back from being able to achieve their goals in life and also what you need to do to be able to truly live your best and highest life and your purpose, especially when you've got an eating disorder in the way, when you're overeating, when you're obsessing with food, when you're worried about your weight, like all of that, to be able to achieve what you want to achieve in life and to not let that hold you back and stop you. So let's, let's just take stock for a minute here, you guys. If you're listening to this live, it's almost the fourth quarter of 2020. And you all had goals at the beginning of this year. Whether you officially set New Year's resolutions or whether those were just the things that you said, this is going to happen in, in 2020. This is the year that I'm gonna get free. This is the year that I'm gonna you know, find the career of my, ch of my choice and my purpose. Like This is the year that I'm gonna find love. I want you to really get in touch with your heart and think, what were the things that you decided were going to happen in 2020? And if you have anything coming up with, oh, but you know, what about COVID? And you know, what about the, the fires? What about, you know, like all of these things that are happening? I can appreciate that every single year. And I know that 2020 has been a lot and I am just there with every single one of you including myself, including all of our clients who've been impacted by that. But with that and holding that, yes, unexpected things will happen every single year. But what did you have on your heart in January 2020 that you wanted to be able to do this year? 
how many people we have coached this year that for the 40th year, their top goal was to be free of their eating disorder. And they did it this year amongst everything happening. They did it this year. I'm thinking about Robin, who like, she literally joined our program, got free of her binge eating disorder that she'd had for like a lifetime, and then went right into quarantine as was like, this would be prime binging time for me. I'm literally grocery delivery at home by myself, stuck and stressed. I would have been binging for days and days. And she's like, now I can just read a book. Now I can just accomplish my goals. Now I can set up my home office. Like, so I want you to understand the circumstances do not matter. They're real. Yes, these things are happening, but they do not matter for the committed, for the committed. Because there are plenty of people that are, that are going to accomplish the goal that you set for themselves. And the same circumstances are happening to us all. The same, the same winds blow on us all. It's the set of the sail. So what I want to talk about is really strongly moving into 2021 and not letting another year go by when you don't accomplish your goals. But here is one big thing that gets in the way is that we have a vision for our life, right? You have a vision for your relationship and how you want that to be. Whether it's finding love for the first time, whether it's being able to move forward after a difficult situation, whether it's being able to move out of an abusive relationship, like whatever your desires are for your relationship, I want you to think about those. First start with your relationship. What do you want it? If you could have it exactly the way that you wanted it, if you were designing your life, if you are in power of your own life, which by the way you are, but I want you to just let your heart open to that. What are your goals this year for your relationship? What about for abundance? What do you want to be able to achieve with your career financially? What do you want to save toward? What do you want to invest in? Like, what do you want to be able to have and enjoy? Where do you want to live? What home do you want to have? What do you want your experience, your lifestyle to be like? Think about abundance. What do you want in that area of life? In your career, in the purpose that you were brought to this world to do, there was a reason that you were born. Your career, the people that you want to serve and help. What are your goals there? What did you decide early in the year that you wanted to happen with your career? This would be a great thing to be writing this down, you guys. What about for your family? What did you want to be able to cultivate in your family? Whether it was bringing new ones into the world, cultivating the wonderful family that you already have, expanding in love with your extended family, brothers and sisters, parents. What goals did you have? What desires are on your heart for this year, 2020, for your family? What are the hobbies that you wanted to start? What was the joy and the ease and that flow state that you wanted to be able to be in? What are the things that you wanted to cultivate or get good at? What are the new things that you wanted to try this year? Travel. I know this one is a little bit different with COVID, but we've got the rest of our lives as well, you guys. This isn't gonna be forever. What did you wanna be able to do travel-wise? Where do you wanna see before you die? What earth do you wanna be able to set your two feet on? What mountains do you wanna climb? What sights do you wanna see? 
What ancient buildings do you want to touch with your own two hands? What incredible bodies of water do you want to be able to submerge yourself in and feel the sunshine and how it's different in Italy? How the soil is different in India? How the culture is different in Japan? What are the places that you want to experience, the people that you want to experience before you get to the end of this life? And hold those, hold those, write them down. And let me ask you this, and this is what I really wanted to chat with you today about, is when you're in that place, when you're thinking of what you really, truly want for your life, what is most important to you, when you visualize that, when you see yourself standing in Italy, hiking a mountain, being in the Alps, looking out over this scenery, being there with the people that you love, truly being loved in your relationships, living your purpose. When you think of that vision, when you feel it as if it's already here, are you able to clearly see it with the body that you are in right now? Let's just take a deep breath. This is what happens. Is that vision for your life is there for a reason. Those goals, those desires, the things that you deserve, they're there on your heart for a reason. But one awful thing that this problem of food does to us is that it's really hard to see ourselves truly being loved when we hate ourselves so much. It's really hard to see ourselves in a loving, passionate relationship in the body that we're in right now. It's really hard for us to see ourselves walking and hiking to the top of that beautiful mountain and overlooking the country that we want to be in and experience with the body that we're in right now. I know that when I had an eating disorder and I tried to visualize, I would try to get into that space and then the first thing that would happen is I would start feeling awful about my stomach and I would start hating my stomach and thinking of how it had to change and then I felt like my arms were too big and then I didn't like the way that I was sitting and I didn't like the way that my thighs felt and I would try to go back to my visualization and imagine myself like walking in Italy and just enjoying myself and I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't because I felt so disgusting in my body and I knew that if I went there right now, I would ruin it and I would just binge and I would feel so gross in my body that I wouldn't even go outside to the very country that I've been dreaming to go of my whole life. And my eating disorder stopped me from dreaming. My eating disorder stopped me from visualizing and having goals for myself because every single time I tried to move into my future and into the happiness that might be available for me, every goal that I saw for myself involved me being thinner. Every single good thing that could possibly happen that I could wish for and hope for in my life, I could not see it without first being thin, without first being done with this awful, out of control, binge eating, and being able to feel comfortable in my body and being thin. 
And so what happens is that we look at our lives and what we want. And then we have a goal that comes before all other goals, even the most beautiful ones, the ones that having a family, starting a family, traveling, going back to school, starting our dream career, all of that gets put on hold because we can't see it unless we're thin. So what do we have to do first? What do we have to do before we can start living? Find a way to be thin, find a way to be thin, find a way to be thin. The diet didn't work last time, but this time I'll try even harder. The diet didn't work for the last 40 years, but this time there has to be something different. I'm going to call this one a lifestyle change. This is the new trendy one. Yeah, it didn't work before, and I saw my friend lose and gain back 50 pounds, but it'll be different for me. And we, we lose ourselves in the lie and the fantasy that diets work, even though there's that part of you, that true part of you, your heart, your true self that says it hasn't worked for 40 years. Why would it work now? You know that doesn't work. You know that doesn't work. But we don't know what else to do. And so we go back to putting everything on hold, our dreams and our desires, until we can find some way to be thin. And we start the cycle over again. And we start the cycle over again. And this takes time to approach our dreams, to replace them all with I have to be thin first, to start back the big declarations and the whole new diet and like let's go out and buy all the right groceries and let's sign up for accountability and like let's do all of this and then to lose the weight and it takes longer than it did before and you can't get quite down as much and then you start binging again and then the weight all comes back and then plus some and you've lost another year of your life you lost 2020 to the same old trap and you lost 2019 and you lost 2018 and you lost 2017 and you've lost year after year after year. And you've been doing this for decades. Failure takes time. And every single time that we fail in the same way, it takes even more time. So understand, like this is the way that we start just spending our lives is in the same cycle of failure. And you guys can see this. Man, like, do you ever look at your mom and she's twice as old as you are, or she's, you know, 20, 30 years older than you are? She's in the same trap. She kind of looks like you, just a little bit heavier, and a little bit older, but her brain is the same. She's measuring her worth based off of her weight. She's obsessing about food all day long. She's not really present with her grandkids because she's always beating herself up. And sometimes she eats with you guys because she, she's off her diet. And sometimes she doesn't eat with you guys because she's on some new diet and she's talking about her weight and she's complaining about her weight and she's belittling herself because of her weight. And you look at that and you say, wow, that's what I'm gonna be if something doesn't change. My mom, She's 75 years old and she's still spending her life with one goal because she let all of her other dreams go a long time ago. And now her one purpose in life is to find some way to be thin. And there are women in this world that will keep on trucking along 
with that same goal until the day they die. And they never did any of the things they truly wanted to because they couldn't see themselves doing it unless they were thin. That is how a life gets wasted. On lies, on the fantasy of that diets are going to work. And I wanna bring up something else that is a really important thing to examine in this. When your goals seem so small and so simple, when your goals seem like a punishment, I have to be thin, I have to lose the weight before I can do anything else. And the one thing that you can't do is something that you feel insane and ridiculous and stupid about. And I say that with love, you guys, I've been there. But it, you can't even figure out how to eat. I can't even figure out how to eat. It seems so small and so ridiculous. And you've accomplished all these other things in your life, but the one thing holding you back from everything that you really want is that you can't figure out how to eat. And when your goals seem so small and so insane, everyone else's goals seem more important than yours. And that is one reason why we as women put ourselves last. Because wow, my husband's career, that seems way more important than me just trying to figure out how to eat. So let's not ever invest in me. Let's invest in him and his career. Wow, my kids have a future. Wow, look at them. Like they wanna do so much, like they're gonna be going to college. Let's, let's invest in them. Let's not invest in me. I'm just trying to lose weight over here. I'm just trying to do something that should be simple that I should have figured out 30 years ago. So we put everyone else before ourselves. We put the time that they need before the time that we need. We put the finances toward everyone else. Let's invest in everyone else except myself. Let's put time toward everyone else except myself. I'll do my stuff with a leftover time. And there's never any leftover time. You're, you're cutting out sleep so that you can take care of everyone else. And, and then, because you have so many years of failure and failure and failure, you start actually investing even less in yourself. So you used to say like, all right, like, you know, I'm going to invest a thousand dollars and I'm going to, you know, get this, you know, program and I'm going to go and I'm going to go to this facility and they're going to do all, you know, this, this testing and they're going to see what my food sensitivities are. And like, I'm going to go all out and I'm going to do it. And at this point you're telling yourself, wow, I don't even deserve the time for something free. Wow. I don't even deserve this, I mean, I better get this book at the library and then just go and get some discount groceries to try to do what they're telling me to do. And we get so worn down in that failure and our goals seem so unimportant that we give less and less to ourselves where we don't even feel worthy of free. Now, I will tell you right now, your life is worth it. Your life is worth it. You deserve time. You deserve investment, you deserve effort, you deserve energy, you deserve all of that. But what doesn't deserve that is the same thing that has failed you for decades, which is dieting. Dieting has never, ever fixed your problem. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, dieting has never permanently fixed any problem in your life. It's only made it worse. It's only made it worse. And your eating disorder has never fixed anything. It's only making it worse. It's hurting your health. It's not helping your health. 
So what I want to celebrate with you guys is really how to turn this around. Here's what must happen. And it's just as simple as one thing is that you must start doing what works. And what people say is, oh, well, you know, I just keep on going back to a diet because I don't know what else to do. I'll tell you right now what else to do. You stop doing what doesn't work, which is dieting. And you start doing what does work, which is fixing your relationship with food. When you know how to, in the moment, end your urges to binge or overeat, and then keep those from coming back, and that cycle is broken, you have fixed your relationship with food. It's just as simple as that. And what's really fun is that we see a testament to this over and over, the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times that we've seen people get free from this because what we do works and it works rapidly. We've had people who for 40, 50 years have struggled with this every single day in a handful of weeks. We're talking two weeks, four weeks, six weeks. They're free and done for the rest of their lives because they finally got laser focused and got the help that they needed to know what to do for them to break the cycle once and for all. And this is what we see over and over and over. This is one of the most fun parts of doing what we do is we start seeing people live their lives. So if you guys have seen our freedom story with Molly, she's like, I have better dreams now. My fondest, most amazing dream used to be to like lose weight and be thin. And guess what? She gets to be healthy and comfortable in her own body and healthier than she's ever been before. But it's a non-issue because she healed her relationship with food and now she has bigger and better dreams. Molly went and she got her higher education and now she's living a career that's been her dream. Like that's what Molly gets to do now because she can live her real goals because she doesn't have this fake goal in front of her all the time of like, oh, okay, like I just need to like find some way to be thin first and then move forward with my life. Like these are the sorts of things that our clients have done, you guys. Like we've had so many people go back and get advanced degrees, master's degrees, you know, um, finish their bachelor's degree, you know, get, they get their PhDs. Like we have a, a woman who's getting her PhD like right now. Like I'm literally thinking of like the people who are doing this at this very moment. We've in just the past little while, we've seen women Four different women publish books, finish and publish books that they've been working on for decades. One of them is a best-selling author. We've seen so many incredible women become mothers that had been putting that off for so long and almost lost their chance to because they kept on saying, well, I've got to fix this problem with food first because I simply can't support another life if I'm feeling this crazy and can't even support myself. You know, we've seen amazing women like find love we had a woman who came to us she had just gotten out of an eating disorder treatment center she was in sixty thousand dollars in debt because of that and her her eating disorder was worse than ever and she came to us she very quickly in a handful of weeks was able to be free from her eating disorder and after not dating for years she was going on like two dates a week like it was just like all right bring it on like it's relationship time like i finally feel worthy of love in a relationship. And it's such a beautiful thing. You've seen so many people, We, I'm thinking of like, oh man, I'm thinking of a client who literally started making wedding plans with like her longtime partner. They're like, oh, she's like, all right, like let's get married now. So, you know, she started making those plans even well still in our program. We've seen people, oh, I'm thinking of another woman um, who she, uh, 
it was in a quite a long t uh, time relationship as well. It was a long distance relationship. Um, and right at the end of our, our program, as she was getting free from her eating disorder, then they made wedding plans as well. And um, he proposed and it was just such a, a beautiful, beautiful thing. So we've seen people find love. We've also seen people really stand up for themselves and get out of abusive relationships. Like we've seen so many women step into the respect for themselves to the point where they wake up to the people around them that aren't respecting them, that aren't treating them the way that they should be treated. Since so many women start new careers, we had a woman who came to us who started making a thousand dollars more a week, a week, just because she was free from her eating disorder. She had all this mental space and energy back in her brain that it was like, she got to, she didn't like make some big change or do some big launch in her business. Like she literally just had her back. She could do more of what she wanted to do because she had all of this mental energy back. So it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing, you know, to see women finally in their 60s start living life instead of the same old boring, like, okay, this year we're going to lose weight and this year we're going to lose weight. And yeah, the health happens, you guys, like your body quickly gets back to its set point weight. Like it's, it's a beautiful thing to see your metabolism come back, but it's a non-issue. It's just that you're not binging anymore. So you're not artificially like hurting your health and like elevating your weight and your metabolism can, can come back and your body trusts you again. So your body just naturally heals. Like it's something that doesn't take effort once you stop hurting yourself. Yes, that happens, but this is about living now. And the women that we coach, they don't wait until their body is exactly how they want it to be. They feel comfortable in their body right now so they can start living their life. And so it's about living, living, living right now. Do not let another year go by before you choose to live. You don't get this time back. And what a beautiful time to start when there's so much happening in the world for you to be the one that is going to rise, for you to be the one that is going to start off a new decade in a place of health and a place of peace and a place of joy and healing. So either one of three things will happen. And that's just, it's a simple, clear fact. Either one of three things will happen. Number one, you will start living life now. You will choose to live life now. You will do something different. You will get the help, the help that you need. You will finally end this problem with food so that you can start living. That's number one. And you have that choice. Whatever's coming up for you right now that's saying like, oh, well, it's not the time or it's not convenient or other people need things. Yeah, it's never gonna be a convenient time and other people are always gonna need things. But guess who else needs things? You. You deserve life. You deserve life. Your life is more important than someone else's car repair. Your life is more important than someone else's future fund for something that isn't even here yet. Your life is more important than, you know, being able to put a new deck on your house. Like, stop prioritizing yourself less than inanimate objects. This is your life. You deserve more. You deserve freedom. So number one, you will start living life now. Number two, you will continue to keep waiting to be thin to live. And the expiration on that is the day that you die. Like you will keep on waiting until you are thin to live. 
and you will keep on trying to do that in ways that are not sustainable, that are just going to make you heavier over time. It's called dieting. So that's number two. Or number three, you will find a way to be temporarily thin. And then you will realize that that is not the answer. You have so many women coming to us saying like, I thought that if I did something extreme, like surgery, permanently hurting myself, like rearranging my insides, spending tens of thousands of dollars to shrink my stomach with surgery, I thought surely that will be the answer because I'll be able to be thin and then I'll be able to move on with my life. But here's the thing that they find is that if you don't heal your relationship with food, it doesn't matter how small you sew up your stomach to be. If you're still binging, you will gain all the weight back or you won't lose the weight and you will find out that's not the answer. There is no other answer besides fixing your relationship with food. There's no way that you can manipulate your body enough to change your mind, to change your, your patterns. So you will so number three is you'll find some way to temporarily be thin and then you'll realize that isn't the answer. So there's an awesome Jim Carrey quote that I love and he says, I wish that everyone could be rich and famous so they know that it's not the answer. You guys, many of you have been thin before. You've been thin for a minute. You took the after picture and then the weight started going right back up again, but you've been thin. Some of you for a little bit longer if you could white knuckle it, or you're doing something really dangerous like purging where your heart can stop anytime that you purge in three different ways, and that's artificially kept you at a lower weight for a while, that doesn't last forever, the rapid weight gain will start. But you, if you've been there, you know that's not the answer. You don't stay there. And we've coached so many women that are like, wow, yeah, I was thin once, and I thought that would be the answer. As soon as I got thin, then something would change. But I was more miserable than I ever was with my eating disorder. I had a raging eating disorder while everyone was giving me all these compliments for being thin. I was like, well, if you only knew. Or they got thin and then the weight rapidly came back. Or they got thin, and this is, this is a hard one, you guys. They got thin and they found a way, no matter how dangerous, they found a way to stay there for a while, long enough where that thinness became their identity. And they lost vision of all the rest of those dreams because their whole life became about one thing. Stay thin, stay thin, stay thin. Oh, in fact, I'm gonna go and get my, my personal trainer certification because my whole identity is about being thin. Oh, well, you know what? I'm gonna go and get my degree in nutrition because my whole identity is about being thin. Oh, you know what? What I'm gonna do is I'm going to you know start a podcast. I'm gonna start a blog about how to be thin because every decision, like the purpose of their life has become the identity of I'm the thin one, I'm the thin one, I'm the thin one. And they had other dreams. Maybe they used to wanna to be a doctor. Maybe they used to want to have a family. Maybe they used to want to have a, a homestead and, and a farm and some goats. Maybe they used to want to be a dancer. And they've forgotten, they've lost sight of all of those really beautiful and meaningful goals. Because now the thinness has become the front and center. That's what it's all really about. And what's so fun is that with the hundreds and hundreds of women that we've now freed from this, that they get to look at their life and be like, wow, what do I actually want? 
now that not everything is about trying not to binge and trying to be thin, what do I actually want to do in life? What's important to me? And that's a really beautiful thing. So like I said, one of those three things will happen. Either you're, you'll start living now, or you're going to keep waiting to be thin and waiting to live, or three, you're going to find a way to be temporarily thin, and you're going to spend more of your life doing that, and then you'll realize that it isn't the answer. We coach, number one, those who are choosing to live now. We know exactly how to fix this problem. We know exactly how to heal someone's relationship with food permanently for the rest of their life. But we cannot want it for you more than you want it for you. And if you're going to keep waiting to live, or if you're more committed to the lie of thinness than you are to your freedom, then we wish you all the best. This is your life. But we coach women who are in that number one category. We coach the women that are drawing that line in the sand and saying, I'm done. The women and the men all over the world that have decided that they want to live now. And we can show you exactly how to do that and how to get your life back right now. And if you're drawing that line in the sand, here is the next step. You go to lydialifestyle.com slash session. That's lydialifestyle.com slash session. And you can book a free breakthrough session where we are going to get you the foundation of freedom and you will be able to start living that day in that very hour. You will be able to start living and you will be super clear on next steps of how to solve this or we'll know where to best direct you. But either way, you will be able to get the foundation of freedom, which is the beginning of you living your life. It's at sending that message to your heart, to that little girl that said, I have goals, I have dreams, I wanna travel, I wanna love and be loved, I wanna feel good about myself, I wanna feel confident. If that voice and that fire is still in you and you wouldn't be here unless that voice and that fire was in you. And you start listening to her and you honor her, and you book a session, and you show up, and you guard that time for yourself because you're worth it and you deserve it. You deserve an hour to do some of the best work that you will have ever done on yourself to choose to start living now. Life is too short to waste any more of it. Don't waste another day on something that's not gonna work. Don't waste another moment. So, so amazing being with you guys today. So fun to see you on. And this is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. Pop over to lydialifestyle.com slash session. That's lydialifestyle.com slash session, where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!